restrained, sensitive, politically correct. The Damon Hayhow Podcast, a delicate contemplation of nutrition, of weight training, of body recomposition, of fitness being shitness. Welcome to another Damon Hayhow Podcast. Today's episode is part three of blood testing for bodybuilders and people interested in body recomposition. And the topic for the day is the hormone cortisol. Now, cortisol gets a nasty bad rap in pretty much every uh, media forum you care to look at uh, for being a hormone that just breaks down your muscle mass and makes you fat and watery and doing all sorts of nasty stuff that's very negative to bodybuilders. Bodybuilders even have been known to take a drug called citadrin in order to, so they believe, lower their cortisol levels. Cortisol is an interesting little beast, and let me give you an idea how interesting with this little factoid. If you were to say to me that, Damon, you can only have one hormone in your entire body because we're going to take away the rest of them, I would choose cortisol. And I would suggest quite strongly that you would choose cortisol from all of the major hormones too. The reason being that all of the other hormones do make life more happy and fluffy and wonderful and bunny rabbits and lush green pastures with blue skies and sunshine. But cortisol tends to basically stop you dying in absolute agony. And I think dying in absolute agony is worse than not having sunshines and bunny rabbits and lush green pastures. So what is all this about? Basically, cortisol is a hormone that reacts to your uh, energy requirements. So it isn't something that has a constant level in your body. It goes up and down all of the time, depending on the energy requirements of the body at the moment. So it's affected by your diet, and it's also affected, obviously, as people know, by stress and other such things. From a blood testing point of view, the normal, in inverted commas, range for a fasting blood test is between 200 and 600 Ish. There's quite a bit of variation depending on the lab that does the test, but it's all rather immaterial. People freak out when they see their cortisol levels being in the upper end of the normal range or above the upper end of the normal range. And for some strange reason, just like with all of the other hormones, they think that their body just randomly decided to conspire against them despite all of the perfect actions that they've taken and destroy their mojo by making them feel stressed out and miserable by increasing cortisol levels for no apparent reason whatsoever. And this you'll find is the theory that most doctors and academics and, and people gen to generally seem to have these days is that they are a victim of their hormones rather than their hormones being a victim of them and their crappy decisions. The fact of the matter is, is that if your cortisol levels are sky high, then yes, quite probably you feel stressed out, burnt out, you're probably not growing muscle and you're probably not performing or looking the best you possibly could. The problem is not the cortisol. The cortisol is just another marker indicating the bleedingly freaking obvious problem, which is probably that you are overtraining, undersleeping, malnourished, or doing any other number of really stupid things or suffering monumental stress in your everyday life, etc., etc. 
fixing the cortisol doesn't fix the problem. In fact, if you were to reduce your cortisol chemically somehow, then all that would happen is that all of your problems would get much, much worse. You would simply have no energy, lots of pain, and generally life would suck much worse than having the cortisol. Now, we hear about things such as Addison's disease or adrenal fatigue is the the latest buzz term, which basically relates to this. Addison's disease is characterized, among other things, as an inability of the body to continue producing the cortisol necessary for the body's energy requirements. That is, the body can't produce enough. And the experience that people have with Addison's is basically chronic fatigue. It's it's just never-ending lethargy and inability to grow muscle and inability to lose fat and generally life sucks pretty bad. The or One of the uh, treatments for Addison's disease or for um, adrenal insufficiency and cortisol insufficiency is actually to presi- prescribe hydroxycortisol. And as soon as hydroxycortisol is given to sufferers, and, and I'm talking, you know, minutes later, what they experience is massive increase in energy, elevation of their mood, and then over, in, even in the short term, a sudden gain in muscle mass if they're training with weights and a reduction in body fat, all by adding cortisol to the equation. Now, this flies completely in contradiction to all of the stories that you hear out there that is just that cortisol causes fat gain, muscle loss, and miserable feelings of stress and unhappiness. It's the other way around. It's a case of being uh, burnt out and massively stressed out makes you not grow muscle, not lose body fat, and generally feel, feel pretty shithouse. And if you do a blood test, yes, you'll probably see that your cortisol levels are elevated also. But the point is, it's not the cortisol causing the problem. The problem causes the problem. The solution to the problem and the cortisol when it's too high is get rid of the freaking stress, overtraining, malnourishment and stupidity. Now, Granted, in a lot of cases, this can't be done. Or sorry, the overtraining and the malnourishment and the other stupidity could be gotten rid of, but most people don't want to do that because they're stupid. But the other life stresses, you know, your wife hates you, the lawyer's trying to kill you, the ATO wants to ruin your life and and massacre you financially and all of these sorts of things. You might not be able to get rid of those things. But the fact that you've got those things in your life probably should explain to you why muscle growth and fat loss aren't the first priority of your body at that point in time. Again, you cannot fix the problem by treating the hormone. You simply need to treat the problem that caused the hormone. So with cortisol, what do we look for in terms of these blood tests? I don't look for anything. And this is the, the thing that I found over the years. The level can be high or low in the morning and it makes no damn difference. If it's really damn high, usually it corresponds to the bleedingly obvious. The person isn't sleeping very well and then there's all the rest of the stuff on top that may be causing the lack of sleep. If you're not sleeping, guess what? Your training's probably going to suck. Your body composition's probably not going to go anywhere positive and your life is generally going to be pretty crap. How do you fix it? I don't know, try to sleep somehow, that is the answer to the problem. Medications to lower cortisol levels 
either do not work, such as, for example, Citadrin, which has been found in bodybuilders uh, to make them feel a little bit better when they take the lower doses around the 250 milligram per day mark, but then make them feel absolutely dreadful when they start approaching the 500 to 1000 milligrams per day mark. Interestingly enough, it's not until you hit these doses that the cortisol levels actually start to decline. So as soon as the drug does what they want, what they thought they wanted it to do, everything goes bad. As long as they take a low enough dose that doesn't do what they thought they wanted, everything seems just peachy. So that's the story with cortisol. Basically, it doesn't matter. Get a blood test and it'll tell you the bleedingly freaking obvious. And there's no medical treatment that you can take that will fix it. You need to fix the problem. Uh, when you hear naturopaths and all the rest of it say that there's going to be herbal ingredients that will lower your cortisol levels, blah, 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 it's all a bunch of bollocks. If they give you something that calms you down and helps you sleep, then yes, calming down and sleeping will fix the cortisol problems. But lowering the cortisol will not do anything. Cortisol is important stuff. Let the body do what it needs to do. And you just try to do the appropriate diet and training to get the outcomes that you want. So that's my take on cortisol. I hope that was useful or interesting. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. The Damon Hayhow Podcast on DamonHayhow.com.